Hi, welcome to the Cork Church Podcast. We're very glad you're joining us today and we hope this message inspires you, builds your faith and encourages you in the things of God. Enjoy the message. Church, it is so good to be with you tonight. Uh, thank God for media that I can talk to you from Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, I'm so delighted. Pastor Nick, thank you for inviting me to come and speak and share a word from my heart. Um, for those of you that have been at Cork Church for a long time, I want to tell you, we love you. Krista, Noah, Tori, we all send our greetings. We love you dearly. Uh, we absolutely love uh, the seven years that we lived in Ireland and the time that we spent back in the old Donnybrook Church that's now become Court Church, we absolutely loved our time there. We love Pastor Nick, uh, Pastor Stephen, hello, Andy Finn, Pastor Hamp, and uh, Patrick and Laura Dobbins, congratulations. I saw on Facebook, thank God for Facebook, I saw that you have a beautiful new baby, and we're so excited to see the good things that the Lord is doing there in uh, Court Church. We love you, and uh, there's so many things about Ireland that we miss. I was just talking to Pastor Owen O'Sullivan here, and we were saying, hey, if there's anybody there that has a heart that wants to, to, to send us over some KCs or Havelis, we would be very indebted to you. Uh, you have the best restaurants on the planet. Uh, my favorite restaurants is Havelis, and uh, we really love the time uh, that we spent with you. For some of you that are new maybe to the church, uh, we're so excited about what God is doing uh, there in Court Church, and uh, we we were back from the day uh, used to live and uh, work there. We lived uh, for a while. Uh, we 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 live uh, just outside the Douglas area and uh, in Carrigaline for another three or four years. So uh, we love Ireland. We love what God is doing there. Not just Court Church, but you know we have we love Pastor Trevor and the church up in Letterkenny and many other places around the country. It's exciting to see what God is doing in um, uh, there at Summer Fire. Uh, we've been able to keep up with Feed Cork, Pastor Hamp, great job, and the time where people are needy and going through broken times. I thank God that there is a lampstand church in Ireland that is feeding, and not just feeding, but ministering to the needs of people there in Ireland. Uh, we are so uh, just thrilled to see the Spirit of God move across the nation uh, as well, I just want to tell you quickly, just a quick update from to, to many of you that haven't been here for a while or maybe heard from us. I've really wanted to travel over, and once we get past COVID, I really would be honored to come and, and come over and see everybody and say hello, Gavin, Judith, and all the rest of you. Um, but um, God is doing just an amazing work here. Uh, for many of you that know, about eight, uh, eight and a half years ago, we started a church uh, we've moved six times. We have multiple services. And even through COVID, God is just doing miraculous things here. People are being saved. Lives are being changed. Uh, we've had over a thousand people baptized in the church. It's just really exciting what God is doing. How do you know that the United States of America needs Jesus, right? And uh, God is doing a good work in his people. And uh, we're, we value so highly the relationships that we have there in Ireland. We love the Emerald Isle. I've been north to south and east to west. And I tell you what, I absolutely love, uh, not just is the nation beautiful, but you are a beautiful people. 
So let me get on to the word. I'm gonna pray and then I'm, I've got a word to share with you tonight. So Father God, I just pray right now in Jesus' name that you would minister to every person that's watching, Lord, online or Lord that may be in person. And we pray, God, that the Holy Spirit would minister through and help and give strength and life. We love you today. And God, I thank you in the most perilous times that Jesus, you are Lord and you're always empowering your people. And we pray these things in your mighty name. Amen. So tonight I'm going to be talking about he holds us in the palm of his hand. And you know, uh, Ireland, much like the United States and the rest of the world, we've gone through a pandemic for the last several months, and it's been a struggle. Uh, if you look at just numbers of people going through depression and mental anxiety and hardship, and uh, spiritually it's been hard, emotionally, physically, and we would like to say in the church that it hasn't touched uh, people who are believers, but unfortunately it has probably touched places where uh, people are even believers and that have struggled with some of these things. And today I wanna come to you with a word of encouragement. Today you may be at a place where you're going through difficulty or things have been hard, and I wanna tell you today, God loves you and he is wanting to work through your life, through your church family, and he is wanting to touch your nation in a powerful way. And so God had put this word into my heart tonight. I'm gonna start reading uh, there in Isaiah uh, chapter 49, 14 through 16. And it says, but Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me and my Lord has forgotten me. Have you ever felt like that? You ever felt like, God, you know, I'm trying to serve you and I've got shutdowns on my business or my income and life is hard and I don't understand. Maybe you've tested positive for COVID or maybe you've lost a loved one and you go, God, it just feels like you've forsaken me. And Isaiah comes into these moments and he feels this way. But I want you to hear the response of his heavenly father. And tonight, I want you to hear what God is speaking to you. This is what he says back to Isaiah. He says, can a woman forget her nursing child. So what God does is he takes the closest relationship that we know in humanity, which is a mother's love for her child, and he uses that to illustrate his love. And, and so he asks the question, can a woman forget or forsake a nursing child and, uh, and not have compassion on the son of her womb? But surely they may forget but I will not forget you. So he takes this, you know, a, a newborn baby in these days, they didn't have like pump machines. Uh, so if you had a child, that child was always within a few hours of needing to nurse. And that mother always knew where the baby was at. And if she forgot where the baby was at, that baby would begin to cry. And so here God takes an illustration of a mother's love for the child uh, the, the, this, the, she's nursing and that child will not let her forget. And that, and that mother will never forget her child. And he goes, this is the way that I am with you. I have never forgotten you. Even when you go through hard times or perilous times, you know that I am with you and my power and my strength is available to you. I don't care about pandemics, COVID-19, whatever it may be. Listen, church, of uh, the church there in court, God is with you and he is giving supernatural strength and power. And then he follows by saying this, see I have inscribed you on the palm of my hands and you are continually before me. Now this inscribed uh, is this. It's not just written. It doesn't say that he, that he is written. And he even says this, not that he is, it doesn't say that he's inscribed your name. He says, I have inscribed you. 
your image is inscribed in the palm of his hand and you have to know that the palm of your hand is how close and God is saying this, I've not forgotten you. You're in, you, not your name, you are inscribed in the palm of my hand and I wanna tell you, you are continually before me. Church, I wanna tell you, this court church and all across Ireland, I wanna tell you, God has his hand on your nation. He is there for you. He has not forgotten or forsaken you and what he is doing today is he is giving you supernatural life and power and authority from heaven. The Bible says that all the resources of heaven has been given to you. You know, in the Bible, there's, there's a story of the prodigal son. And sometimes people put prodigal as like a backslider, but that's not what prodigal means. Prodigal does not mean backslider. Prodigal means a person that wastes the resources that has been put into his hand. And I know when you read the story, you go, well, he, wa he wasted the inheritance. Okay, that's part of what he wasted. But really what the prodigal son wasted was this. He was living in his father's house. It was a picture of Father God. Who loved him? Who cared for him? Who was with him? He had this incredible love for the prodigal son. And yet, what does the prodigal do? He wastes the resource of the presence and the love of his, of, his, of his father, which is a picture of Father God. And this is sometimes what we do. We can get so carried away with the worries or maybe the love for the world or the things that are in the world. And if we're not careful, we can waste the greatest resource in this universe, which is the power of the kingdom of God. And I wanna tell you today, the love and the strength and the authority of heaven is yours and God is giving it to you. He has inscribed you in the palm of his hand in church today. I want you to know that God wants to do extraordinary things, even with COVID, even with shutdowns, even with, with all of the things that are going on, God knows how to do great and mighty things in your life. And so I wanna encourage you with that and take you to a place in Jeremiah. We're gonna start uh, here in the story of Jeremiah in chapter 42. Uh, and I, I want you to, 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 to maybe to, to catch the understanding of what is happening in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah is in a very difficult time, just as we're, we're talking through this. Actually, Jeremiah would have lived a few, many years after Isaiah and probably would have read the scripture that I have you inscribed in the palm of my hand. And so he's going through a time that where Israel is coming into a place where there's great destruction, they have gone into sin, there's so much brokenness in the nation, and God calls Jeremiah to stand up as a righteous testimony to speak to the people even with all of the brokenness. And I wanna say this to you, Cork Church, God has placed you there in Cork, not just for Cork and not just for uh, you know uh, St. Patrick Street or whatever in the downtown. He has called you as a voice to Ireland and he has called you as a voice to the nations to speak the truth of God Almighty. And Jeremiah is in this place where there's destruction and hardship. The Babylonians are coming. And listen, there's so many voices in the culture. So many people are saying so many things. But God begins to speak in Jeremiah. And I want to tell you, God wants to speak to you. And then God wants to speak through you and show you great things. And here's, here's what happened. In the midst of that, there's a group of people that sincerely want to serve God. And they come to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 42. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, in, in, in Jeremiah 42, verses 1 through 3. And it says this. Now, all the captains of the forces of Johan, the son of uh, Korea, and then it goes and it, and it says, from the least to the greatest, and they came near to Jeremiah, and they said to Jeremiah the prophet, 
Please let our petition be acceptable to you and pray for us that the Lord your God for all of this remnant. Since we are left, we're but a few of many, as you can see. So here they're, they're coming to Jeremiah and they're going, hey, uh, we're this small group of people. We're a remnant. We still want to serve God. We've not followed the false gods. We've not gone and followed the message of all of the culture and what people are saying and where people are going. We really care about serving God and we want to hear a word of God. And they're coming to Jeremiah. And this is their question uh, right here in verse three. They said that the Lord your God may show us the way or the path in which we should walk and the thing that we should do and here, here's what I want you to see tonight is this. This group of people, they love God, but they can see the hardships are coming. They already see the Babylonians. They see the destruction is coming. And you know what? That's the culture that we live in today. COVID, listen, if you think that COVID is bad, just hang on, baby, because probably it's not going to get any better. It's probably going to become more difficult. And I don't find any joy in that, but I will tell you this. I also don't find fear in it. I know that God is with me. I know that he has inscribed me in the palm of his hand. So it doesn't matter what comes my way. I am a child of God. And I wanna encourage you with that today because listen, you are a child of God Almighty. He has called you to that nation. He has called you to that people. He has called you to that church. And listen, God, in the midst of all of the darkness, of all of the difficulties, of all of the messages, he wants to speak to you. And this is what happened when the glory of God began to work in Jeremiah, as he is just thriving and in God's presence and God is speaking to him, you find this remnant of people that go, hey, we've looked at the religious and we've looked at the political and we've heard this message from them and that message from those, but we look at all of it. But Jeremiah, we see the glory of God on you. And Court Church, God wants to shine with his glory in you and across that nation. I believe that the, 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 that the word of God in the church of Jesus Christ there in, in Ireland, listen, you have great days ahead. God wants to take these times where people are falling away, when people are depressed, when people are overwhelmed. Listen, God wants to speak to his people and he wants to do something so supernatural in you that when you have this confidence and faith, that God is with me. He has inscribed my, not just my name, but he has inscribed my image in the palm of his hand. And he says, I will never forget you. I will never forsake you. I wanna tell you when the difficulties of this world come along, God has not forsaken or forgotten you. Listen, people that live in the world that we live in, man, they'll have times of, of falling to the left and so discouraged and so distraught and so angry and just you know shaking their fist in the air, but not the child of God. The the child of God will say, you know what? I serve a sovereign, mighty God. And even in moments like this, God will give opportunities to show his love and his power. That's one of the reasons I love Feed Cork. In the midst of a, of a pandemic, when all of the rest of the culture is running to the left and the right, Cork Church and, and praise God for the ministry that's happening there that says, no, we are gonna minister to the broken and the hurting and we're gonna show them the love of God. And I wanna encourage you today that in the midst of everything that is happening, that is in, in Ireland, in the United States and around the world. Listen, God is giving us an opportunity to stand and shine as bright lights in the dark world that we live in. So these people come to Jeremiah and they go, Jeremiah, we see you have been touched by the hand of God. Show us the path, show us the way. Now, I wanna take just a small scripture here in Jeremiah where he goes through and he brings an understanding of what it means to walk in the path 
with the heart of God. And I hope you get this tonight. If you have pen and paper, I hope you're taking some notes. But particularly, I want you to turn uh, to Jeremiah chapter 9, verses 23 and 24. And he is going to show us the way. We're, as we're, we're coming into this, I want you to really catch this today. In chapter 9 and verse 23, it says, Thus says the Lord, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, and let not the mighty man glory in his might. Those are tempting things to do. You know what I mean? When, when, when somebody says, hey, I'm a pretty smart guy, and you start to glory in your wisdom, man, it can bring you to a place of pride and pride. But what, what, what happens when pride comes along the way? It sets you up for a fall. And not let, don't let the mighty man glory in his might, the, the physically strong or person that seems to have power. Don't glory in that. And then it says, don't let the rich man glory in his riches, my big house, my retirement plan, my nice car, uh, all of those things, listen, they will all come to an end. But it says in verse 24, but let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and he knows me. And church, I want to share this with you tonight. Court Church, I want you to really get this. You go in the midst of everything that's happening, all of the brokenness and the hardship, and hey, what's the, what is the future holding? What's happening? God, are these end times? I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't know that I can say right now that this is the end of time. I will tell you this, because we don't ever put dates to that, but I can tell you this, this is a foreshadowing of Jesus is coming soon. And I'll tell you what, every man, every woman, it is time to get ready for the return of Christ. And what does the scripture say? Look up, because your redemption draws nigh. So instead of becoming discouraged, instead of becoming distraught, angry, shaking your fist at the government or your neighbor or so the person who wears the mask or doesn't wear the mask, what about you take this moment and you say, God, I want to know you in the midst of all of these people doing all of this stuff. God, I don't want to glory in my strength, my wisdom, my riches, my power, but God, I want to glory in the fact that I know you. And I will tell you this today, God wants to reveal himself. You may be watching today and maybe you're not a believer. Maybe you've never really taken that step to invite, your, uh, to invite Christ into your heart. Today, I want to tell you in Jesus' name, God loves you. He wants to be your heavenly father. He wants to take not your name, but he wants to inscribe you in the palm of his hand and you'll ever be before him. He'll never leave you or forsake you. And God wants you to know him and him to know you. He wants to reveal his glory and his power. And I'm gonna tell you, I've lived in the world. Most of you heard when I was there, I was saved in the Tampa City Jail. I know what it is to walk apart and away from God. And I know what it is to know God. The greatest blessing in this world is when you come into a personal knowledge of Jesus. And Jeremiah is saying, let him who glory, glory in the fact that he understands and knows me. And now he's going to give three qualities that, that he gives here in understanding and knowing who God is. This is the first thing he says, and understands and knows me that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness. The word loving kindness in the Old Testament is the same word that's used in the New Testament for grace. So I want to tell you this today. If you're going to know God, you're going to understand grace. Maybe people have hurt you or harmed you, and maybe people have done you wrong. God wants you to show grace. And he also wants you to understand that if you have failed other people, or ultimately if you fail God, the nature and the character of God is to show grace. Today, God wants to wash away your sins. He wants to do away with all condemnation. He wants to do away with all of the guilt. 
and he wants to come and make his glory known to you. Man, he is a God who is gracious. This world has lost grace. We've lost the understanding of what it means to walk in the grace and the love and the joy and the peace of God. But today, church, he wants to reveal that in you. And you may go, hey, it's cold in Ireland. It's a long winter. It's dark. It's depressing. I want to tell you, Jesus will put a song in your heart. I've been in there on those cold, rainy days, but he will put a song in your heart. He will put the joy and the love of God will come alive in you. If you will just open your heart and trust him, he will show you his powerful grace. The second thing that he says that I am the Lord exercising loving, loving kindness and judgment. Now, judgment is this. Judgment is to give discernment. It's, he doesn't give his judgment to be judgmental, like pointing our fingers to judge people, but the judgment is a discernment. And I'll tell you today, church is so important as the body of Christ that we need to discern what's good and what's evil, what's right and what's wrong, what's of God and what's not of God. Because I can tell you, the longer that we go and the closer we get to the return of Christ, this is going to be what our battle is. It's going to be being able to have the discernment because there are so many voices, so many paths, and going, you know what, God, give me the discernment to know your path, to know what you're doing and what you're not doing. There are so many, man, political philosophies and ideas but Jesus wants to, re he wants to reveal his kingdom and he wants to give you the discernment to know what's right and what's wrong, what's good and what's evil. So first he says, if you want to know me and you want to understand me, know my grace. And then secondly, be able to discern what I see and what I know. Listen, God knows what's right and what's wrong. And if you begin to read his word and ask him, he will show you what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's evil. And I'm gonna tell you, God wants to do supernatural things in these days. Do not miss your day of visitation. God wants to do just powerful things in your life and your family and in the church there. And you, you go, oh, but we're quarantined and we're isolated. I wanna tell you what, even in isolation, even in quarantine, God can do great and mighty things, and he wants to do that. He wants to give you the judgment to know, Lord, which way should I go and what should I be doing? He wants to show you that. And then lastly, I'm gonna read this again, that I am the Lord your God, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and then it says righteousness in the earth, for in these I delight, says the Lord. So what does the Lord delight in? He then he adds the last one, the third thing, is righteousness. Now, most of the time when we hear that, we think, uh, you know, because in most religious places, we have our list of rules. Uh, don't do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that. And, it, and religion can be a little bit a list of rules. And then if you get the list of rules right, then you have righteousness. But listen, today, church, righteousness is a person. And that person is Jesus. And today, he wants to bring his life into where you're at, into every situation that you're in. R righteousness is not a list of do's and don'ts. Righteousness is the character and the nature of God. And tonight, through COVID, through everything that's happening, God wants to reveal his character and his nature. He wants to bring his righteousness, his truth, his joy, his peace, and the love of God. So that as you begin to walk through this life, that God will begin to bring his righteousness. And you know, and Jeremiah says, hey, you, you do these, this is the path. So when these people walk up to him and go, hey, we're a remnant, we're searching for God, show us the path. This is the path, know the grace of God, have the discernment of God, and then know the righteous character and nature of God. And church, my word to you tonight is this very simply, 
is that God loves you. He is with you. And yes, there's terrible times, difficult times. There are times that are unprecedented in the, the scope and the magnitude. Uh, we have people that I know, even extended family members that have passed away from COVID and other things. And probably many of you may know of somebody who uh, has passed away because of COVID. And listen, people that we love, but I want to tell you, God has not called us to fear. He's called us to love, power, and a sound mind. We are not called to fear in these days. We are to open our hearts and go, God, I know you've not forsaken me. I know you're with me. You've inscribed not just my name on his hand. He has inscribed me and my image on his hand. He cannot forget you. If a mother, He says a mother may forget the nursing child, but I'm telling you, I will never forget you. You are my child. You're inscribed in the palm of my hand. And church tonight, I want to encourage you that, hey, don't be like the prodigal son who was wasteful. He, what did he waste? Yes, he wasted the inheritance and he wound up in the pig pen and we know that. But really what he wasted is when he was in the house of his heavenly father, or he was in the house of his father, he never really understood the grace and the righteousness and the kindness and the character and the nature of his father. So he ran and listen, don't be somebody that when trouble comes, don't be the one who runs. Take the resources of heaven and go to the heavenly father and say, God, will you show me grace? God, will you show me judgment? God, will you show me your righteousness? And tonight, I wanna pray for you tonight that God would reveal himself to you in just great ways. I, I think there's some of you that may be watching tonight and maybe you've become very discouraged. Maybe you're in a place in your life or marriage you know, it's funny because they told us, oh, this will be a great time for everybody to get together with their family. And the results have been this, is that when you get quarantined and you kind of lose a lot of the joy and the being able to do things in your life, sometimes marriages and families can go through difficulty. And maybe that's you. Maybe you're in a place and you're going through some hard times or you feel lonely or isolated. I want to tell you today, God loves you. He's with you. He's never, he's never forgotten you. He's never forsaken you. And today, he wants to make his glory known. Yes, Jeremiah lived in a wicked day, but in the midst of all the wickedness, they threw him, my goodness, they threw him in a pit, uh, left him for dead. Uh, and, and you know what? He just kept coming back and saying, Jesus, God, I, God, I love you. God, I want to serve you. God, let your word be like a fire shut up in my bones. And that was the response of Jeremiah. And Lord, now we have the Holy Spirit. We have the power of God. We have the resources of heaven. Listen, God has given you everything you need to stand in the day and the age that we live in and not just to survive, but to thrive in the power of God. So I'm gonna pray with you and then I'll pass this on to your leaders there uh, to say a sinner's prayer, whatever they may pray with you. But tonight I wanna pray with you and I wanna tell you God's with you. He has inscribed his name, uh, your name and, and your image on the palm of his hand. Today he cares about you. Would you just pray with me today, Father God, I pray, Lord, that you would show us the path of life. God, these days have been trying, but Lord, when the world gets harder and more difficult, I thank you tonight that your glory is greater, that God, you give us grace to meet the challenges in our life. And I pray, God, right now for any man or woman or teenagers that may be watching tonight and saying, I feel distraught or I feel depressed. I feel like I'm broken. I don't know where to go or what to do. Maybe even you're a pastor and you've, you've tuned in today and you're listening and you feel discouraged because the church can't meet and because it feels like people uh, may be falling away or have lost uh, uh, their, their, their love for Christ. And 
and maybe you're at a place that you feel broken and alone, I wanna tell you tonight in Jesus' name that God sees where you're at and he wants to infiltrate your heart with his power and his glory. All he's waiting on today is that we would just ask him and trust him. So Father, I pray right now, Lord God, that you would begin to get the attention of everyone who's listening under the sound of my voice. And God, I pray, Lord, that they would come to you and let, Lord, that you would just do great and mighty things. We love you today. God, I pray that you would touch people that I love so dearly in Ireland. God, I pray that you would minister to them, build them up on the most holy faith. And God, I pray that you would energize them and give them a heart to reach the world that they live in. Lord, I pray for Feed Cork. God, I pray that that ministry would become more and more powerful, that you would use them. And God, that you would grab the attention of that nation, Lord. God, we love you today and we thank you, God, for the privilege to serve you. And I thank you, God, for the privilege to be able to go to Cork, Ireland and be at Cork Church and to serve with those people and other pastors and leaders across the nation. I am so blessed, God, to be a part of the ministry of the church in Ireland. We love you tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Thanks for tuning in with us today. I hope you were blessed. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cork Church. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any questions, you can email us info at corkchurch.com or just check out our website, www.corkchurch.com. Again, thanks for tuning in and see you next time. God bless.